Welcome to Abide's Kids Bedtime Stories. I'm Tyler. Today, I'd like to invite you to try the number one Christian meditation app, Abide. Just that word alone, Abide, or to remain in Christ, is why I love this app so much. It continually encourages me to remain in my Creator, which helps me grow in so many ways. And I hope you find that same encouragement as well. You can text ABIDE to 22433 for 25% off the ABIDE app. Just text ABIDE to 22433. Alright, it's time to settle into bed and drift off to sleep with this bedtime story. Well, hello there. I'm Captain Thaddeus Cadiddle, and this, this is my skyship, Dreamer. My cargo is stories, and our destination, dreams. You're in for an adventure, my friend. So, all aboard, and welcome to Skyship Dreamer. Dream on. So, that's Jack, right there at the bridge. You can see him at the helm, right there, hmm? And it looks like he's got... What is that? Jack! Aye, aye, Captain. Jack, we went over this. Remember, you only have to say, aye, aye, when I give an order. Aye, aye, Captain. I suppose that qualifies. What is that object leaning on the dashboard? Aye, aye, Captain. You have good aye, aye's. Thank you. We're working on yours. It's a staff. Ah. A shepherd's staff. Ah. I bought it from a shepherd when we were in the Alps. Uh, I thought it was appropriate to bring it along. Appropriate for? Uh, you said we were having a staff meeting. Let's go back to I.I. I.I. I. Our friend here wants to hear a story. Oh, you know me, sir. I love to tell stories. Oh, with your staff there, I'm thinking the one about the shepherd. Ah. You've got a good ear for stories. Oh, don't say it, Jack. Don't say it. Don't say it. Ear, ear, Captain. You said it. I couldn't help it, sir. Oh. It just came out before I could stop it properly. How about the story, huh? There's no better person to read it. No one better than I, I, Captain. I think I'll leave now. I, I, Captain. I, I, I. So, have a seat there, my friend. I'll put the skyship on automatic pilot. And we can begin. Our story today is about a young man who had a very interesting after-school job. Well, it was really more than a job since it served a very important purpose. And it also carried a valuable lesson. Let's meet Patrick, a boy who's tall and broad-shouldered and actually the biggest kid in his class. Patrick has an equally big heart for animals. 
And that has a lot to do with the fact that he lives on the family farm. His parents make a living raising all sorts of crops, but they have a few horses and chickens as well. But Patrick's favourite animals are the farm cats that he feeds in the morning and then every day after school. Now, you might not know that cats are very important to any farm. If they weren't around, mice would have an easy time eating all the crops. So the cats really have a job keeping the mice away. When mice know cats are nearby, they go somewhere else. The cat's reward was a warm place to sleep in the barn and plenty of food. They weren't really the kind of cats who made good pets, since they were wild and didn't want to be petted. But they trusted Patrick, knowing he was the person who brought the food. He'd place a big dish of cat food in the barn, and as soon as he backed up a bit, the cats would come running. Patrick noticed that one of the cats was much smaller than the rest. It was a pretty cat, called a tortoiseshell, with splotches of gold across its dark coat that looked like the shell of a turtle. The bigger cats hissed at the little cat and wouldn't let it near the dish until they were finished. And by then, most of the food was gone. One day, when the little cat went to the dish, all the food had been eaten. The little cat looked up at Patrick as if to say, Do you have anything for me? Patrick reached into his bag of cat food, grabbed some, and held out his hand to the little cat. To his surprise, the cat came to him and ate from his hand, then rubbed against him and purred. His parents had told him to be careful around cats that were wild, but this one seemed to look right into his soul. When the cat was finished eating, he picked it up and held it to his chest. The cat purred again and licked his hand as Patrick stroked its soft fur. Patrick's father came up behind him. What have you got there? He showed him the cat. Look, this one's friendly. I see that. How did you get her to trust you? Well, it never gets enough food because the other cats are bigger and mean to it. So I gave it something to eat after the other cats left. It's a nice cat, Dad. Let me guess. You want it as a pet. It needs help. The other cats won't let it get enough food. I'll protect it. I know you will. Since you take such good care of the animals, you can bring it inside. Of course, you have to name it. Patrick didn't have any ideas about that just yet. I'll think of something. That day he brought the cat inside. It followed him everywhere, seeming to know that Patrick was protecting it. When it was time for Patrick to go to bed, the cat curled up at the foot of the bed. 
His father entered the room to say goodnight, just as Patrick picked up his Bible. That cat has been your shadow all day. I know. Patrick's eyes lit up. Hey, that's a great name for him. Shadow. The cat looked at him. I guess he likes it. Seems so, said his dad, sitting on the edge of the bed to pet the little cat. He pointed to the Bible. You might read the 23rd Psalm tonight. It has a lot to do with what you did for this cat. There's not a cat in the psalm. His father smiled. I know. But in a way, there is. It's the part about the rod. You'll figure it out. Think about what the words really mean. Okay. Good night, Dad. His father said good night, and Patrick turned to the famous psalm. He already knew it by heart, but wasn't sure what his father meant about how it related to the cat. What did shepherds have to do with cats? Of course he knew that Jesus was known as the good shepherd. But he didn't have any sheep, and there weren't exactly any shepherds around in his neighborhood to ask about the rod in the psalm. While he knew words of the psalm, for the first time he really thought about the meaning. He'd talk to his parents about it tomorrow. Patrick was still trying to figure out the 23rd Psalm as he walked to school the next day. He loved school since he had a great teacher who always taught him something new. Patrick was a fairly good student and always followed the rules, which made his teacher very happy. As recess began, he was talking with one of his friends before the usual game of kickball started. The teacher had divided the kids up into teams at the beginning of the year. Suddenly, Patrick heard a commotion. He looked across the playground and saw three of the other boys surrounding Jimmy, the smallest kid in the class. Patrick didn't know Jimmy very well. The little guy was very quiet and kept to himself. All he knew was that Jimmy was the smartest in the class and always got the highest grades. He sat in the front row and was the first to raise his hand when the teacher asked a question. Still, the other boys made fun of Jimmy because he was so small and terrible at sports during recess. Patrick noticed Jimmy was shaken, his eyes filled with fear. The bigger boys started pushing him around. All of a sudden... Jimmy was the little cat. Patrick stopped what he was doing and walked over to the group. Hey, what's going on? One of the bullies turned to him. He makes us lose the game every day. He can't even kick a ball. Patrick moved closer. So, that's why you're being mean to him? He's just in the way. Jimmy needs to stay in the classroom and read his books. We're better off without him. Patrick stepped right in front of the bully, looked down at him and folded his arms. From now on, 
You leave my friend alone. He reached out, wrapped one arm round Jimmy's shoulders and pulled him away. Come on, you can be on my team. Jimmy looked puzzled as he was led away. You don't want me on your team. I'm terrible at kickball. So what? said Patrick. I'm terrible at math. Jimmy smiled. I can help you with that. Great. I can help you with kickball. It's a deal, said Jimmy. That day at lunch, Patrick saw Jimmy eating all alone in the cafeteria. So he decided to join him. They did what most kids do at lunch. Swapped foods. Patrick traded a banana for an apple since he loved apples and discovered Jimmy loved bananas. As they began to talk, Patrick realized he had a lot in common with Jimmy. They liked the same television shows and books. They went to the same church, though Patrick's family went to the early service and Jimmy's went to the late one. Both boys liked cats, and it turned out their dads worked at the same company. They quickly became good friends over the next few days. On Sunday, Patrick was getting ready for church and had an idea. He found his father drinking coffee in the kitchen. Dad, I was wondering if we could go to the light service at church and sit with Jimmy's family. His father nodded. Sure, I see his dad once in a while at work. Hey, I heard about what you did for Jimmy at school. What I do? You protected him from the bullies. Oh, that. Well, they were being mean to him. There's that 23rd Psalm in action again. Patrick was puzzled. I thought you said it had something to do with cats. It has something to do with everything. When we talk about Jesus being the good shepherd, we're really not talking about sheep. His flock are the people who follow him, and they're the ones he protects. And right now, you have your own flocks, those cats and your friend Jimmy. You protect both. The rod in the scripture is what a shepherd would use to protect his sheep, who are defenseless animals, a weapon to fight away predators. In your case, the rod you use to protect Jimmy is your physical size and strength. The rod you use to protect your cat is your kindness. Patrick nodded. Okay, now it makes sense. So I guess... Since Jimmy helps me and a couple of the other kids with math, we're part of his flock. Now you're getting it. I still don't want to be a real shepherd when I grow up. That's okay. In a way, you already are one. Dear God, help me to better understand your teachings in the Bible and let your work be done through me. Let me use my faith to tend to my own flock and help those who need protection from forces that might do harm. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Amen.
The Unexpected Shepherd was written by Randy Titano. Our editor was Stephanie Reeves. Jack was played by Nato Jacobson. John Fornoff was Captain Cadiddle. Sound design by Micah Touche. Music by Zachary Horner. Our producer, John Fornoff. Our executive producer, Russ Jones. Skyship Dreamer is a production of Abide from Guideposts and Circle Creative Media. Well, I hope you enjoyed our story. There's much more to come. Until our next voyage on Skyship Dreamer, keep dreaming.